0: Welcome to Crest in partnership with Elusive. Producer Dodd here. For this year's Christmas episode, we've decided to catch up with former Crest presenter and all-round Welsh surfing legend James Rhino-Thomas. As many of you probably know, following our episode with JP last year, Rhino emigrated to New Zealand. So for this show, Rhino gives us the rundown on what the waves have been like, what the surf culture's like, and more generally, what it's been like to move to another country. If you're not Googling how to get whatever job you're good at in New Zealand by the end of this episode, I'll be very surprised. I know I'll be spending December tarting up my CV. Anyway, hope you've been getting some decent winter surfing done. Paddle over and say hello if you see any of us in the water. And we hope you have a great Christmas.
1: Well, it gives me immense pleasure to be talking to Rhino again.
2: Good morning, and, uh, Tom. How are you? <laughs> well, it's amazing, this technology.
1: say the morning for you? It is. It's the evening here. Yeah. And it's, right, so it's three degrees outside and dark. I've just been out doing a bit of uh, very unpleasant winter training. There's no surf. And where you are, I can already see. what What's, like, what's the weather like? What's um, it doing?
2: actually it's it's actually reasonably cold today it's, it's about for summer anyway it's like 19 or 20 degrees just about now um yeah so it's uh it could be a bit warmer but uh i'm not complaining i know how cold it is back home so uh yeah and what's the surf like yeah it's good i got out uh, about an hour ago just surfed it's just overhead uh there was no wind and uh went in whale bay so uh yeah it was good just nice to get that first hour of the morning in and uh start the day off the right way you know
1: so whale bay is the beach break closer to town from the raglan points right
2: no no so whale bay is just round the corner from manu so manu is the sort of the way oh, that way okay i know yeah so yeah manu is the way that everybody knows which is in the endless summer um yeah which is the one that you sort of just surfs forever you can have a wave probably uh, 300 meters long, something like that. Um, yeah. But yeah, I went around the corner this morning. One of the reasons is just a bit easy access. Um, I just parked up, got in, the tide was nice and low. And um, yeah, there was a, just sort of four of us in, which is nice. And uh, yeah. <laughs> what was it like? Yeah, it's, it's, it's it was clean. It was, like, it was only head high, I suppose, in a couple of bigger sets. Which, and there wasn't much grunt to it, but um, it's just nice to get in, you know? You just, like, I pretty much these days, since I've been here, I've been obviously uh, quite lucky in actually being able to base myself in Raglan. Um, But the surf here is so consistent, which pretty much it'll allow you to surf pretty much every day if you really want to. So at the moment, I think I'm averaging a surf every other day. Um, which isn't which isn't bad. So it's better than go to the gym, you
1: know? <laughs> <laughs> which is very, well, not not quite a gym. I've just been to someone's garage. Oh, yeah. But it's freezing. I tell you what, yeah, you you you're better off out there for sure. Yeah, so so well I'm I, I'm stoked you've joined us, Rines. And mm-hmm. uh, now Rob is possibly gonna join us. He's in his Cricket Club's AGM, Pontier Cricket Clubs AGM. Okay, um, which I think is a code word for some sort of midweek beer festival. All
2: right, oh, so it could be. Um, uh, if I think, he does
1: join us. Yeah, you might. Uh, yeah, you might start singing down the down the line to us. You know. Oh, that'll be nice. So I don't know if Rob's going to show up or not. Yeah, either will or he won't. Um, uh, classic Rob. And uh, yeah, thank you so much for joining us. Though we, we can have a little sort of catch up with uh, with the Rhines for Christmas special because I know here we've got like hundreds and hundreds of people who you know were are like you, your friends or your acquaintances and you get asked after a lot oh uh, yeah and uh I, I suppose it's nice and efficient for you because you can have a quick yak with us and then uh, people can catch up on you and find out what you're up to and all of that but it's it's, it's gone smoothly so far then what are, are you are you a year now
2: yeah yeah so yeah i think we we actually arrived in new zealand itself uh at the end of October uh last year. So we're just over a year now. Um so yeah, whether that's the honeymoon honeymoon period over or not, I don't know. But um so far so good. Um it's um yeah, it was a real I don't know, it was a huge move. It was a really big move for us. We'd never even been to New Zealand before. Um I'd never even lived abroad before, I'd never left Port Cole at all. So I was, I guess, what people would call a <laughs> like a, a homebird, I suppose. So um yeah, so like for me, like I, I was full of nervousness. Um, but I knew the surf was gonna be good, better than Wales, I suppose, or more consistent, let me put it that way. Um and I think actually arriving here um has been a massive surprise or like it's been it, it's it's yeah it's been really good i um i didn't expect the surf to be as good as it was yeah yeah
1: how good is it
2: um well <laughs> i if, if i put it this way so I, I you know i've been surfing for quite a long don't, time now
1: don't pull any punches <laughs> now you know
2: well i i put it this way so i went on a trip to indo for i think 15 years ago with uh gary paul uh herbie and all the boys they were all there and we had really good waves um so i reckon in the last year i've had waves similar if not better than that trip which was 15 years ago and and, and everything in between so yeah I, i'm consistently surfing or i have been consistently <laughs> surfing like absolutely like cranking waves yeah it's been really really good
1: and they they get hollow waves? Um, it depends know, you know, where you the, the go. The classic yeah. pics you see of Raglan.
2: That's right. Yeah. Like it's a point break, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And I think that's, that's the thing. Um, obviously the majority of the waves here where I'm based here are left. Um, and they are super rippable, like super rippable. Um, and there are a couple of places where you can go on the points where like, like any point break, I guess, where it'll sort of go across a, a shallow little section and you'll get like a barrel section. Um, so there, on, so there, so that it is there, but the most hollow waves I've surfed here in Raglan, are pretty much on the beach so that it can get like a French beach break here, you know, um, yeah. right sand left. So that, that's pretty good. And that's a, That is actually quite refreshing to go right. It sounds really rubbish to say, but like I go left so much or have been going left so much going to surf the right at the beach is a bit of a novelty and it feels yeah. it's, it's, it's cool because I was like oh i can still actually go right then i can't actually surf on my front side again so
1: and that's nearer to where you're living than the than the manu bay yeah point so, breaks onwards isn't it yeah yeah
2: yeah so the um the beach is probably uh, a couple of minutes from here um and then the, the manu then is probably about five minutes from here so it's like, yeah, I'm not that far, but it's all, it all, it's, it's all, I have to go in the car. I can't actually walk it. So, but you know.
1: But you've properly landed on your feet, haven't you? Because you are actually in Raglan because you started off inland a little bit and it was like an hour inland. Or That's right.
2: Yeah. We were for the first six weeks, we, um, we ended up in a place called Cambridge, which is an hour from the coast. No, I've never, ever lived away from the coast. So. That six weeks, um, living in the middle of New Zealand was just a real, like, it, it made me realize, not that I didn't realize it already, but it made me think, gosh, I really need to be by the, and also not just me, actually, my, Soph, my wife and the kids, we really missed the beach and the water and the sea and seeing and the smells and all that sort of stuff. And then, um one weekend we drove for our first weekend to raglan and the kid like the kids lit up i was and i can ne- i'll never forget it and Soph was the same and she just turned to me and she goes we have to live here we just have to live here <laughs> um and it's and i think that's the thing it's like it, it raglan is quite a special place and i you know like being here for a year now and and with my job i get to see plenty of people traveling through raglan and it's certainly got some kind of magic. Um, I should work for the New Zealand tourist board, shouldn't I? <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: yeah, your, your, your job is in a surf shop there, right? So, uh,
2: yeah. So I'm, I'm, I've got a really cruisy little number here with the Raglan Surf Emporium. So I'm looking after. And the, is that
1: the stuff you're wearing now? I can see you've got yeah. a beanie and yeah, t t-shirt so I got on mine.
2: Yeah. So Raglan Surf Emporium, they're based right in town. Um, so I sell the surfboards, I sell the wetsuits, and pretty much all the technical hardware side of things. So as you can imagine, with Raglan being a surf town, we get everybody coming through for their boards, their wax, all that sort of thing. It's um, yeah, it's a pretty it's a pretty cool little number. And also, I work well. I'm on. I have four days off one week, and then I have two days off the next. So it's pretty. It allows me to surf a lot and uh, just basically be based in Raglan, which is amazing.
1: Yeah, incredible. And how far is Soph's school from where you guys are? So
2: Soph's school is about uh, 50 minutes from here. So she does the commute. Um, mm. But, like, you know, it's, it, I guess, compared to the UK, it's it's kind of standard. People will drive an hour, you know, in the UK, pretty yeah. much like here. Um, but like she says, you know, like she comes home and it's a little bit like that thing when you drive down the M4 and you pull off Junction 37 to Cole, You know, you sort yeah. of, you pull in and you see that and that's where it's like coming into Raglan you come home and yeah. so you know whether you're coming back from Hamilton from the shopping trip or whether you're coming back from work um Sophie comes home and she's like almost like all your sort of your stress sort of levels go down and your worries yeah. go away you're like ah i am in raglan again
1: have you come to believe this thing i i know they say out there that there's like an hour of driving and then there's like different countries have a different hour so new zealand has a New Zealand hour is like going to involve lots of lanes turning, yeah. bending, you know, <laughs> and, and then like an American hour yeah. is going to be sitting on a freeway, yeah, possibly in traffic. Have you found that?
2: Yeah, that's the thing. So, like from from where Soph works to to the house here in Raglan, pretty much it's an hour solid driving, but she doesn't encounter any other traffic at all. The only you know she yeah. only sees cows and sheep and a couple of birds Dead and rats in the road. Yeah. Or squashums we call them. So um <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah so it's it, it like it's not a stressful drive that's for sure. Um you know it's uh, it's pretty interesting yeah.
1: How did the job come about then? Did you did you know someone or did you just kind of get chatting in the lineup to people or did it sort of
2: Yeah for me um No like I was really when I got here I took five months out just sort of just to chill. Uh, I looked after the kids and then like obviously I had to get a job at some point and um, I just went and met Mel and JC uh, from the the Ragnar Surf Emporium here and sort of just told them my experience and my my background of what I've done in the in the past working for Brad and um and and, and all that sort of thing and um i sort of it just it was just a natural progression for me it was it was good we fitted in well the guys who i work for they're really great i think they like me i'm still there so i think they've been there like (laughs) seven months now or something so um yeah Yeah. it's it's really cool it's um working like like i said i was going to say earlier actually that um you get to see like plenty of different people coming through you know like people from all over the world, literally every single corner of the world. Um, Yeah. And it's, uh, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty cool to see like people's reactions to rag they are like frothing and it's really nice because everybody comes in, everybody's in a good mood because they're in raglan and they're all about to go and surf the best waves of their life. So it's, it's a pretty cool environment.
1: Yeah. I got to ask when I went there, I surfed Manu Bay. Yeah. Right. And then I went down to visit my mate Herb, who lives in New Plymouth. Yeah. And I got down there and I got a bit spun out because I was in a rented camper van. Mm-hmm. And I'd been told all these horror stories about car crime at Raglan, including Splinter's famous horror story, which I think is on our surf travel nightmares. Uh, t- oh, no, it might be on the Splinter episode of this anyway. And so I, I, part- I went up to, I think it's Whale Bay and then I looked at indicators as well. And on both occasions, I just felt spooked to leave like this camper van with like everything in it there because it was really quiet. It was the winter time. Mm. and I surfed Manu Bay and I had a great surf. I thought the waves were pumping. Yeah. Daniel Kiriopa was the first person I saw take off on a wave, you know, and I just thought like, right, well, if he's in there. Yeah. Then when I got to Herbs at New Plymouth, he was ribbing me about it. He was like, you surfed Manu Bay? Like, that's like the end, you know, and he was, you know, he's calling me a coward and like laying into me proper. So I got a was herb telling me the truth um like uh, was i missing out yeah. obviously you know <laughs> don't give away any no, super I don't secrets give it any, of i
2: mean to be fair like manu bay is like i said earlier it's the celebrity everybody wants a part of it but there's a part of manu bay which is semi well documented on instagram and facebook and stuff and it's right this is where the that's where people like dk daniel kiriopa um you got tana clapham out there you've got um luke diamond from his dad is tim diamond from so all those the local guys they own it and they're out on the end is a kind of slab uh larry is the other one larry's out there um and they those guys own it and you can't really get a sniff of it really if you're not from around here um So that there is a a serious wave. And if you can get out there and get like a a good wave there, because it's super shallow and it's super intimidating and it gets solid and really big as well. um, That is like an amazing wave. But then you're right. If you go around the corner, like you can surf whale Bay where I surfed earlier, um, which is on its day is really good. Sometimes they call it snail Bay, but um, you know, it's super rippable, super rippable. And then you can go further on up again, probably another like five hundred meters or something like that, and then you get to Indies, which is um, yeah. Yeah, which is a good way.
1: Yeah. Okay. Mm. Oh wow. And then the, the, and then there's a there's like a right hand sandbar, isn't there? The <laughs> other side of the estuary. Well,
2: it's, yeah. I wasn't going to say anything about that one, but um, you, uh, yeah. Oh. It's it's it, well, if anybody knows, like Nash Nash Bank, uh, yeah. You know, it's it, it's pretty much that but longer again um and they yeah. th- that's the thing here is access uh to the sea via boat or jet ski is really easy there's boat ramps everywhere so like pretty much every driveway every house they've all got some sort of watercraft yeah. so like you know like guys are there's loads of ways around here where guys just you know just disappear off and think well you're in the water know, like, oh, where are they off to then there's like Outer banks There's like Outer reefs In all sorts of places So oh, wow. Yeah
1: oh, Amazing Yeah and, and You've done a winter So Winter in New Zealand Is so, I'm guessing Like not really winter
2: It's No I, I think that's the thing So I was My brother came Over here in August Which is with Which is actually Midwinter um, And we There was quite a few days Where we'd be having a barbecue on the deck with a shorts and t-shirt on um which is which isn't bad you know temperatures about 18 degrees you know like at, at its warmest yeah. but they're not there's not to say that it doesn't rain and it does get cold and it does get windy but um yeah it's it's nowhere near as harsh as a uk winter nowhere near um the 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 days the, the shortest day here as well is actually two hours longer than oh, uh, wow. than the, than the uk shorter day which makes a difference um so that you can yeah. st- you know you've got that extra hour or so
1: the days still feel long in the summer though
2: uh yeah well that's the thing and then the, it's the reverse is obviously true of the the longest day here Our, we're two hours shorter than the uk's uh longest day but yeah. yeah it still feels you know you we get out the water you can still surf till about half state nine o'clock you know something like that i think we still got another three weeks to go before the longest day um yeah and I believe, yeah, we, yeah, definitely till about nine, half past nine, you can surf. So, yeah, it's fine, absolutely fine. Oh, That's amazing. Mm.
1: Yeah, what I remember when, because I've been there in the winter, and I remember that the big difference is that if you get a clear skies in New Zealand in the winter, yeah, you'll get warmer weather. Exactly. Whereas here, if you get clear skies, <laughs> Ice cold. you're going to get cold weather. Yeah. So it's like, so it's like. <laughs> A clear sky, like the sun still has the ability to like warm you up in the winter. So, you know, so the colder weather there is going to be if it's overcast or rainy. And then that's like that, kind of that's the same sort gets. of temperature as, yeah. And that's like the same kind of temperature as a rainy day would be here in December. Exactly. It's like 10 degrees or 12 or something like I that. I think,
2: yeah, I think it, it reminds me like the the sort of coldest day here would be the equivalent of, say, when you get like a, a bit of a southwesterly blow up the channel uh, in in fourth call and it's around about like 13 degrees something like that that would probably yeah. be around about the sort of coldest it would get daytime temperature you know so
1: it's except not, it's not it's not 50 miles an hour wind
2: no no not generally do, not we do, did, do they
1: get storms
2: well this is the thing we had a cyclone last last february i think it was which caused utter de- devastation on the east coast of new zealand it was called Cyclo- mm. cyclone gabrielle we weren't too badly affected by it. We actually were cut off because to to come into Raglan, you've got to go across a sort of mountain pass sort of thing. I, you probably remember it. But there was a um yeah. there was a, a landslide, they call them a slip. Um and that was that caused the road to be washed away. So there was no way in and no way out. So for three days yeah. we were cut off, which wasn't a big deal to be honest because you know, like it just it just meant that there was no one around, so you could go in the water, and there was no one in the water apart from everybody who was, was actually here at the time. So, yeah, um, yeah, but the winds like it does, I think, 40 or 50 maximum. That's, I think, that's about it, you know. Um, mm.
1: I've got a question for you here now. You're welcome to blush, right? Oh, yeah, but obviously. You, you i know you're, you're too nice a guy you'll deny this right but in wales you you're a, you're a surf legend right oh, thank like, you, <laughs> you know, you've, you've, you've you've won you've you, you've won things you've you know you've been involved in the surf industry you know you've been a you've been a character yeah. in in wales surfing right so when you get over there and you start meeting people mm. do you sort of like how, do they discover that like, oh, well, this guy who's moved over here from Wales, oh, shit, he's actually like a bit of a legend, you know? Like, Or, or, or do you sort of, I <laughs> know you are blushing. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, what have do you? Do you at any point sort of say to them like, oh, you know, here's all, here's all my clippings from when I've been in the surf mags, or, you know, oh, oh by, by the way, I'm four times national champion. And, and uh, you know, because obviously, I, they're, they're, you know, you surf good, you know, and I'm sure the New Zealand surfers are, are impressed by your surfing. Um, but we've kind of always believed that you know, a, a top whale surfer, if they go and surf next to Daniel Keriopa <laughs> yes, <yeah. laughs> you know, <laughs> might not get as noticed as, as, as the ordinary players. But so, so how is all of that? How is all of that played out? Like, have they have they clocked that? Like, obviously, if you've got a job in the surf emporium, front of house, meeting the public, like they're they're obviously starting to figure out. Like what you are and who you are, but like go on. Right, no. go, once you finish blushing, go on. Have a go at that one. So
2: here's the thing. So like, I before I came away, like all that aside, I knew that I was gonna like have to come and I wasn't sure of how the the land was gonna lie in terms of how localized it was gonna be. Um, and and yeah. and, and I was I had to figure that one out, and it was a because re- I when I got here, I was like totally on my own. Didn't know anybody. So I had to paddle out the points. I had no idea where to jump off from or any of that. So I was literally went in under the radar and I was just, uh, the other thing I, I must say, when I got here, I hadn't surfed pretty much in the UK for about six months be- beforehand. So I was totally, oh, really? Wow. Yeah. So I was totally um, out of shape. Um, so I, yeah, there was none of that. So I was just, just literally feeling my way sort of because you know you've got to figure all these things out, you know, the the point breaks and how it how it all works. And only just, you know, in the last couple of months I feel as if I've started surfing probably the best I've surfed for quite a while. Um just because I've lost I've lost so much weight and I'm so much um fitter now than I was and I have been for a long time. So um but the other thing is to say about that, and I, I'll quote Herbie on this Herbie, you know, like Rhino those guys ain't slouches out there. You know, like there's there's no there's nobody out here from the local crew who 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 doesn't surf well. They all surf well. Um so yeah, and the just the New Zealand way, everything is very understated, very sort of underplayed, you know, like somebody to have like a an absolute stinking barrel, and then they were like, yeah, I had a couple of fun ones, and you're like. Mate, that's one of the best battles I've ever seen, you know, and it's just, it's, yeah, so it, yeah, it's just not, I don't think, it's not the New Zealand way to blow your own trumpet anyway, and I, like, not that I would, but, um yeah, just.
1: But have they, do you feel like they've kind of figured you out, like, that they know? Me? They know you.
2: No, <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, no, I don't think so. <laughs> I, don't, I, I mean, a, lo- a lot of them, no, to be fair, yeah, like a lot of people around here, they all know Wales, obviously Warren. they know Warren Gatland yeah. and, and all that yeah. sort of stuff. So the fact that I'm from Wales, I think that's quite a, an amusing thing for a lot of people. Uh, but yeah, Do any of no, them still
1: say Carwin-Williams to you?
2: A couple of people talk about Carwin. Yeah, a couple of people talk about Carwin. Um, but yeah, it's it's a funny old one. I don't know. The, um, I don't know. No, nobody knows what I do. I I think they're probably not even that interested, to be honest, you know? So, yeah.
1: But I suppose, yeah, you know, you, 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 you come across as a serious surfer and that'll do for them, I suppose, because they they are also they're nice people aren't they you know they 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 don't super nice like there's not that kind of brashness you know
2: no i mean you you've got to go in with a level of of humility and and, and respect um and that's one thing that i was again like and, and i would do that anyway you know like when i t- i wouldn't paddle up the point i wouldn't i don't own the place i just take my time um the other thing is interesting is that um I found like maybe going off on a tangent here, but the whole thing of uh, being able to uh, like you know when you're at home like because there's long periods of no swell and then suddenly you get swell, everybody's frothing. You know, everybody's totally frothing just and that can lead to a little bit of like heatedness in the water. Here it's because this it's so consistent the the sort of the feeling is like well okay i've missed a wave it's no big deal there will be more waves tomorrow you know so yeah you know it's 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 uh, <laughs> who's this then who's this
1: <laughs> it's uh, it's rob Blythe, he's back from his uh from his cricket club agm he probably can't hear us yet ah look see we can start talking about him and what he's wearing and oh, he's looking how he behaves. Cool. He's he, looking... can't, he can't hear
0: us. I've got you. Yeah. He is a cool dude. Oh, he can hear us. Hey,
2: Bert. How are you?
0: I'm good. How are you, Ryan? Yeah,
2: all good, mate. All good.
0: We both got hats on.
2: Yeah, freezing, you <laughs> see. It's real cold.
0: <laughs> I've had a Christmas in New Zealand. Have you? I have.
2: Ah, where were I was you? In, I
0: was in D'Agaville. D'Agaville? Where's
2: that? On the North uh, Island or uh, the South
0: Island? N- northwest of the North Island. Oh, yeah. Bailey's Beach. Okay. It was a good. Lots of spates were consumed.
2: Were they now? <laughs> they were. What's,
0: what's a spate? It's a delicious New Zealand ale. All right. In a blue and orange can.
2: Uh, yes. No, It's. Oh, yeah. uh, I've seen quite a few. I haven't actually, I've seen it a lot. I just don't drink it. Oh,
1: Oh, so. I, I'm going to have to try and I like the way you've just come in there, Rob, with like some real deep New Zealand knowledge. You know, <laughs> I'm trying to think. Was it what, what? What would I know? No, I know. I I used to like picking those little. There's those little lemons in New Zealand that you can pull off a tree. Have you got those in Raglan Rinds? And they they're taste fe, like halfway between a lemon and an orange. Fajoas. is that what they call? They
2: called Feijoas, Yeah, they are like. I think they're only delicious. They are stunning. Yeah, like I'd. It's really refreshing to be able to. Like when we came over here, I ate something like, which I've never tasted before. And it's a really odd experience, yeah. you know, to actually, you, when your taste buds haven't tasted something, it's like, wow, that's so cool to have that.
1: And the, their kiwi fruits don't look like our kiwi fruits, do they?
2: Um,
1: like, I remember they are kind of like
0: yellower and sort of Yeah, bigger.
2: they're a slightly, slightly different color, slightly different shade, but
0: uh, yeah. I've, I've got a fantastic fact about a kiwi fruit. Go on. Go on. <laughs> Do you know um, which area of the world is the biggest producers of kiwi fruit? Go on. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's going to be like Egypt or something, isn't it? It's the lands region of France.
2: Ah. Is
1: it? Wow.
0: Yeah. Are they
1: allowed to call them kiwi fruit though? Yes. <laughs> are they?
0: All <laughs> oh, right. It's not champagne. It's, it's <laughs> a kiwi fruit, or they don't they call them Chinese gooseberries somewhere?
1: Rob. You've got another good story from your Christmas on the northwest coast of New Zealand from
0: Fongamatar. Ah, oh, yeah, it was pumping. I got punched well, in well, the, the face.
2: The right-hander?
0: The left. It's, it's a, the left. It's, like it's a left. Oh, it, yeah. It's, uh, we, so, uh, yeah. So, yeah, I was traveling with my friend, Al, well, Old Davis, Ryan's, and oh, yeah. um, we'd, we'd just driven across from Dargaville, actually. Um, and we didn't really have a clue what we were doing or where we were going. Someone just mentioned that Fangamata had a, a decent wave. So we headed there and we pulled up at like, I don't know, like one in the morning, it was pitch black, but you could hear the swell had arrived. And it was one of those mm. East Coast swells. They're going to be really short-lived, but really punchy whilst they're there. Yeah. And there's another guy There's another guy there checking the surf at like one in the morning. And he said, like, you boys are here for the surf, right? And we're like, no, well, I mean, yeah, we're here to surf, but we don't, it was clearly the spot that loads of people had driven to on the East Coast that, that day, as it turned out when when Dawn kind of well when dawn dawned when the sun rose mm. in the morning it was absolutely round and there were people from all over the north island had bothered to drive to Fangamatar to surf this left hand bar and it the i guess in calm weather i assume that the sand builds up on this kind of like river mouth yeah uh, inlet or outlet inlet whatever and it was pumping it was as good as you can imagine a, a wave being really mm. really hollow on the outside and then long wall on the inside but pretty busy and the peak as you can imagine was super duper busy and really really competitive lots of good surfers so I opted to sit just inside and take a few on the head but in the hope of picking off some of the scraps and maybe the odd snap wave that swung wide and there was one guy in particular and he stood out because everybody was in wetsuits of some kind whether it was a short arm or short leg Mm -hmm. everybody was in something and he was in a pair of like pale peach board shorts it almost looked like he was surfing naked Mm -hmm. and so he, st- he really stood out and he kept paddling for all of the set waves and not quite getting into them or if he did get into them he pulled back and waves would be missed and I clocked this and I thought to myself right next time he goes for one and everybody was pulling off as he was paddling for them oh get under him and, and I thought and I'm go, having yeah. it so he paddled for this bomb it was like the biggest wave that had come through all morning <laughs> and I went for it I thought it was no and sure enough he, he got into it and then kind of looked like he was going to pull off and so I went dropped in and it was the one wave he caught all morning <laughs> Um, so i I bottom turned and i can't he like faded around me i think i think i was in i was deeper than him anyway but further inside Mm. and kind of repositioned himself he was a goofy foot so he was on his forehand i was on my backhand and i acknowledged him and really sorry and went to pull off the back of the wave and it was it was hefty surf you know it's like there's that kind of surf where you can't just kick out you've got to kind of time it and yeah it takes it takes a few seconds to go from the, the bottom of the wave to the top of the wave and so i went to pull out and by the time I got to the top of the wave, he chased me up the wave. And so we were facing each other and he just smacked me straight in the mouth. Oh no. Yeah. Oh, I, by that point I'd surfed, I'd surfed for a good three hours. I was ready to get out. So, and I was shaken up by getting punched by some random guy in the water. Gosh, and I got to the beach and, uh, I was getting out There there's a clear, like a grizzled old, old local, uh, local running along the beach. And he asked me what the surf was like. I was like, yeah, it's pumping. But was, he was the first person that I like, encountered after it. And I said, I just got punched in the face. He said, what? Did <laughs> I do the punching around here? No. And, he made, <laughs> yeah. and he, he made me describe the guy and he went off to get him.
2: <laughs> oh, wow. Gosh, that yeah, was friends and influence people, was, Rob.
0: Yeah, it was fortunate, <laughs> though, because we, we then, because I didn't want to get punched again, we went to a beach break just a little bit south of there. I forget the name of it, and I probably wouldn't want to share it anyway. It was Gravier-esque, mm. just breaking a few yards out from the shore, but really, really makeable. And it was like six foot plus, flawless, and there were two guys in. It wow. was beautiful. What a day. Wait. New Zealand's great, hey? Uh
2: this is the thing, Rob. I think that's the thing. Like, but I've been a bit um I haven't left Braggland. And I mean it's kind of I I actually will sort of hold my hands up and say I should have left Braglan a bit, but why would you? Like this, like I've been here just why, a year what, now what have and... you done? <laughs> But yeah, yeah, but no, like, you know, there's world-class, literally world-class waves here. And, uh, and, oh, I know. and it's because it's so consistent, I don't actually, for the first year, I'm just, like, soaking it all up. You yeah, know? Um, it's but such I, a great
0: I, place, isn't it?
2: Yeah, I mean, Phang- like, Phang- like Phang- the guys head over there um, a lot whenever there's a swell. That's certainly when people leave Raglan. They'll head, mm-hmm. they'll go and surf that. Um, but yeah, generally, I mean, as as a place, New Zealand is... You know, there's not very many people here, but I, I think that's the mm. thing. If it was closer to anywhere else, or like closer to the UK, then there'd be more people here. But that's oh the my reason. gosh. Do you know what I mean? Yeah,
0: absolutely. I I'm in love with the Northland of the North Island. It's yeah. that kind of subtropical surfing bodies on the east coast, mm. and you've got those those options. You know, you can you can track across from the east to the west coast in an hour. Yeah, where,
2: somewhere's offshore, cool. really close. Yeah, by. somewhere's
0: offshore, and somewhere has swell. Usually the west coast, but. so many options and it's everyone's so friendly apart from peach board shorts guy yeah
2: yeah so So everybody is friendly.
0: sounds to me like
1: rob you're uh, applying for a job for the new zealand tourist board as well i love (laughs) it it. i dream dream
0: about it most days it's just so it is so distant isn't it it's the the thing it's so isolated
1: now dodd has gone to a lot of effort to record some sort of santa sleigh bell jingle so we're going to give him an excuse to play it now and we're going to go to a little break and we're going to come back for some more of uh, Rob and Rhino and whoever else um, so catch you in a minute we're back um, and yeah you were just saying then that you've pretty much so far stayed in Raglan so it's quite exciting I suppose Ryan to think that there's that whole like rest of New Zealand to go and sort of get to know once you kind of feel, you know, and you, I suppose you're in no rush to do that, but have you run into any of the Welsh crew that are out there so far? I mean, when, when I got there, I think if I remember, obviously I was there for a much shorter time. I think I'd placed a pay phone call to Big Bird with a couple of, this shows how long ago it was, with a couple of coins in the meter within an hour or two of landing on New Zealand soil <laughs> you obviously had a bit more time to get hold of him but have you found big bird
2: yeah t- funny enough we did exactly the same thing <laughs> as soon as we yeah. uh, i think as soon as we landed in um, in Auckland we um we sorted our place and within i think 5 days we were over on the east coast uh in Mount Munganui over there in Papamoa uh knocking on Phil and Laura's door so um it was pretty good cool to see those guys so but- yeah,
1: for the listener big bird is Phil Reese. Yeah, uh, ex fourth uh, call legend and yes. uh, and Laura uh, and Chloe. So yeah. it's, hi hi guys. I know I know they always listen.
2: Yeah. So no, it's really it, it was really cool to go and see those guys. Um, just going over there and seeing like the 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 like golden sands of the east coast it was beautiful, and the weather was uh, warm and real nice and like tropical. It was just amazing. And um, yeah, yeah, and those guys have been back over here too, which has been good too. Um, but yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's cool. It's, um, you know, there's, I think the Welsh people sort of, when you see each other, you know, like you hear each other's language, uh, you know, accents, you're like, oh, are you up, but how are you? We you know what's going on. Yeah. You know, you were from Wales. Oh, lovely. You know, you're straight away, you know, that sort of thing. But, um, yeah, like I, to be fair, like I haven't seen masses of Welsh people over here. You know, they don't, I don't know whether Welsh people don't travel that well or not. I don't know, but it's a long way to come. That's for sure.
1: Yeah, well, it's it's literally the opposite of the planet, isn't it? I Pretty think, much. You know, it, it, Wales does have a bit of land where if you dug through the middle <laughs> of the earth, you'd come out in New Zealand, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. When yeah. I remember Big big Bird, I, I spoke to him on the phone and he was like trying to persuade me to come and join him at, at the mount, mm. telling me what the surf was like. And then I was like, Oh well, there was some waves in Raglan or something and I was trying to figure out visiting somewhere else. And, and then I, what I remember was funny was he said to me, Well, it'll be good fun, yeah? It'll be like two foot revers, I remember him saying. And then I remember like the way he said it, it was like, I was like, you know, it had been like 10 years or something since I'd last, like, since he'd been in fourth call. Yeah. And he was using something like we would have said in the late 90s in fourth (laughs) call, you know, like two foot revers. And I was just like, oh, fantastic. Something great. And and I still say it now. Yeah. Yeah. But he, he, so he, so he was well. He's 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 on the sup quite a bit, doesn't he?
2: Yeah, so he's supping. He's out there with um. Sorry, I got a cramp in my leg. <laughs> um, <laughs> he, he um he's over there on the East Coast. Uh, Nick Swinerton is over there as well. So I know those guys do a lot of mountain biking together. Um, because they right. like they they they're all into their mountain biking. Phil's got an e bike now. I mean, mountain biking and e biking in New Zealand is massive. Um. Not that, uh, I'm, yeah. I'm, not that I'm a massive mountain, but I have actually got one here. And there are actually some good trails in Raglan, which I've been on, which is pretty cool. But like places like Rotorua apparently have some of the world's best um, like mountain bike trails, which I didn't know. But um, I've since been on YouTube and had a look at some videos, and it looks incredible.
1: Yeah. The mm. Vegas of New Zealand, they call that place, I think, don't they?
2: <laughs> it's, it's very yeah. smelly. I know that much. It stinks.
1: And it's got the world's longest place name because people think that Planvia Pusquinga Gogarith Dobrothantisilio Gogo go, is it, but it's actually you have to try and look it up. It and and uh, it begins with a W, and that's the thing. It's funny; is all the places begin with W, don't they? <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: And W is an F, so there's like there's lots of places. I was thinking they were called whack or something, and they're actually called like Fuck or something, aren't they? Yeah, 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 like, yeah. Fuck, tane. and fuck-a-tane, it's called. It was called yeah. like. It's called Waka Rewa Raywa. And I'm just trying to think. Oh, my my phone wants to play Waka Waka by Shakira here. <laughs> Waka Waka or something. Uh, I'll I'll find it and I'll try and see if I can say it, but it's the world's longest place name. Mm-hmm. And that and uh, and that's that way. And um yeah, and and then the the other thing I suppose to ask about is you might not have run into, you know, that many Welsh people, but you did oh, you run into Joe Fry.
2: Oh, Joe Fry. Yeah, so Joe Fry and uh, Izzy from, uh, so <laughs> Joe Fry and Izzy literally live uh, across the road from my dad in, uh, in Rest Bay in Porthcourt there. And uh, yeah, they said, oh, we're in, uh, we're going to be in New Zealand. And I was like, well, come and stay. So that was uh, a pretty cool thing. And I heard a surf with Joe in Manu one morning and, um, you know, it was only small. It was head high or something. And like, we had a lovely time. And But the, the swell that day was due to pick up. And, um, so I sort of like, we had a nice day chilling out after a surf in Manu in the morning. And, uh, so I sent to Joe and Izzy and actually Soph was with me as well. And I said, Oh, let's, let's just go and, uh, why don't we just go and check Manu now? Let's go and have a look at it. Cause the, you know, it's supposed to be solid this afternoon. So we go down the beach and, um, we sort of pull up and my boss actually was there, JC and he sort of turns oh, yeah. so, to me. So,
1: so this is, this is leading into what I was going to ask you about the other person you've run into. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And um, so I'm sort of sitting there with Joe and JC sort of rocks up and he's like, hey, Rino, uh, you might want to stick around. I was like, why is that? He said, oh, uh, somebody's going to be sitting out there. He's going to put on a show now. And I was like, oh yeah. I said, who's out there? He goes, oh, John John is going to be out there. I was like, you are kidding me. I sort of turned to Joe Fry and I said, like, hey, John John's here. And like, like, Joe Fry was just couldn't believe his luck that he turned up for Raglan for a couple of days and John John was here. And sure enough, um as we're sort of as I sort of say that I turn out and I look out and I can see that traditional sort of or that familiar red board and the big hairdo sort of paddling, you know. And then yeah, just because it was solid as well. It was solid out there. And um, there was all the big guy like Bugsy was out there, Tana Clapham was out there, all really good surfers. But then there was John John, who like I've never really? seen him surf before, and it was just like incredible absolutely incredible he was doing turns on places on the way where i'd never seen before since i've been here you know like it was like top to bottom and he was getting these two it was just really really good to see it was incredible
1: and yeah is there a sort of a kind of like freak show feel to watching him surf then
2: a hundred percent like in fact um joe fry has actually got um he took a he had a brand new camera when he came here and uh Took a sequence of John John doing this, like when most people would be sort of running for the shoulder, trying to avoid the lip, and then John John did did this sort of like three sixty reverse floater across this section, and then came down and like, well, you could, I actually videoed it and and uh, Joe like took the took the sequence, and you can hear people like sort of gasping as as he did this manoeuvre, you know, just phenomenal, just mm. phenomenal.
1: Mm. And that's him when he's like actually having an off year and injured.
2: <laughs> yeah, Well he stuck around for like uh, two or three days. He was here because his—I think he was either selling his his catamarang, his boat. His boat was up north somewhere, and uh, he was getting it uh, serviced or whatever you do to a yacht. I don't know, but uh, yeah. So he ended up he ended up staying here. He did some the next, the very next day, the swell jumped again, so he did some tow-ins out at Indies. And then he was out oh, wow. on the sandbar as well. He did some um ins there. Um, so, yeah, he was really lucky. And in fact, if you've been following him on Instagram and looking at the quality of the waves that he's had all around New Zealand, it, it makes you want to travel because he's had some incredible yeah. waves all over. You know, it looks really, really good.
1: Yeah. And can you tell us how about you, how you've come to be in Raglan? Because it's it's... It must be pretty hard to like get yourself set up there you know when you went when it's did you have to kind of move there in winter and then trying to sort of hold on to somewhere or, or, or that, that, you sort of- that
2: was the thing it, it like literally raglan is a beautiful spot not just because of the surf like generally it's a really cool place to be it's kind of sort of semi-hippie-ish but there's a lot of um, there's yeah. a, there's a, there's a bit of a, there's a, where we live now, it's sort of expanding and there's some real nice houses sort of coming. So like Raglan is becoming quite a desirable place to live. Um, so yeah, to be able to come here was no easy task. It was way more difficult than we had actually imagined when we came here. I think I thought we were just going to rock up into Raglan, find a place to live and and happy days off we go. But yeah, I, but I was really lucky. In fact, one of the, the first people that I met from 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 Raglan was a guy called Russ, and he was the estate agent from Ray White Estate Agents. Now, Russ is actually an absolute top guy, and I wanted to thank actually Russ for sorting us a place out to live here. But he's actually from London originally, and but has lived in Raglan for twenty years. Russ used to be a um, you know those guys who holds the table tennis bats for the airplanes in Heathrow. That's oh, what yeah. he, he used to do. That. <laughs> And then, um, one day he had does, does a, that,
1: does that have like a, a, what, what is that? Is that an air traffic controller? Is it like,
2: I don't know, actually, it's like, I don't know. Anyway, sorry. But yeah, he, so he, he has been here for 20 years and, um, I, somebody put me in touch with him and he, he was like, right. So Ryan was a surfer. Um, his wife, yep. So like, so he put us in sort of put this house in front of us and it's, you know, it's, it was a real, we were like, yeah, pretty much let's, let's go. Let's let we, we, cause we struggled to find, there was, we were here for six weeks in Cambridge to start with and we were looking and we were looking and we were looking and there was just nothing available, literally nothing available. Mm. Um, so apart from trying to find a house, the whole thing of trying to find your kids a place in school isn't easy because like for yeah. so the schools uh, don't, you know, they're not massive here. Um, so just that, that whole thing was, it. so the whole jigsaw is, you know, is difficult, you know, to, to be able to get everything, to fit together in the right way. Um, that is, yeah. Like, uh, there were a couple of points where I just thought, Oh my God, we could be moving back home here, you know, this might not work yeah. out as we thought. Um, but yeah, we, in the end, it sort of, it came to it, you know? So yeah. The, and, and then obviously then just the job itself, like when we were in the UK, when we decided that we wanted to go to New Zealand because, you know, like getting a job from offshore isn't, isn't easy. Um, I applied for a few jobs from off back in the UK and I didn't get them, but then so had the job as, um, head of, uh, foreign languages over here in one of the schools and within her being accepted for the job, I think three months later, we're on the plane pretty much. So it happens super yeah, quick. Amazing.
1: Super quick, yeah. Amazing. Yeah, and um, I'm just trying to think what the other thing was... Oh, yeah, I was going to say two more things. We'll fill we'll you in a little bit on any any news from here. Mm. Um, I'm just trying to think. Rob, you didn't come to the Surfers' Ball the other day?
0: No, I was away, unfortunately. Long oh. booked before uh, the Surfers' Ball was announced uh, to, to return, but I heard it was a very good night.
1: Yeah, so the, the Surfers' Ball came back. Um, I'm just trying to think. Was it a decade since it had last run? Wow.
0: No, because I know,
1: Ryan, You said you'd uh, you'd sort of looked at the pictures online, and uh, now this this will sound crazy to anyone who was there, but it, it did give you like the tiny bit of FOMO, didn't it? You it said certainly you did. Saw-
2: it was really it was mad. I I sat there and I was like I was yearning to be back in the high tide and just uh, I saw people doing the hot the, the the what what do they call it the conga <laughs> the conga I, they I did a conga that, and then I was watching your your fancy dress costume with Tress there what do you call them what are what the guys
1: oh Beavis and butter Beavis
2: and Buttered, yes uh and all of that stuff I, yeah because I went to like the the surfers ball back home and uh yeah you're was...
1: yearning to be in the high tide
2: <laughs> but then I, I went for yeah, there's surface. no high tide in Raglan no <laughs> no there isn't no there isn't but um yeah no it looked it, fantastic well, well done guys for pulling it together as well because that's uh oh, I was
1: nothing to do with us
2: Oh no! But for the guys who did for that, well, yeah, George surf and Harrod, Max,
0: yeah. amongst others, I think wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Real
1: and kid. and uh, and I'm thinking, apart from that, there was a the, our local surf club did a trip to the wave, um, yeah. and we should give producer Dodd an honourable mention because he got his <laughs> fringe <laughs> barreled yeah. Yeah. for about one second. It might have been a second and a half. Yeah, and then did and, he claim uh, it? And then he claimed it. He threw oh. both arms in the air. Oh. And I got a, I got a feeling that he, that he might be in receipt of some sort of award uh, when it when it comes to whatever Christmas dinner they're going to do. Oh. Um, yeah, and you know things are well. You know, some of the Welsh surfers are doing well. Um, the you know uh, Pat got a second in the British.
2: Yeah,
0: uh, Rob and Rob, Rob and I were down there doing the uh, commentary. Doing the commentary. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, and so, of course, so, that team's so, away at the minute. Eli's over in Brazil. I know he's had a a bit of a a rocky um, run in the contest, but what a great experience for him. Yeah.
2: How was the surfer over there for that comp right now?
0: I think it's very mixed. It looked really big the one day, and it looked almost flat today.
2: Uh, Head
0: high and wobbly in the one heat he
1: had, wasn't it? Yeah. He got a little bit unlucky because uh, I think he had an Italian and a, oh, it might have been a Swiss and the Spanish surfer. Anyway, the Spanish surfer obviously was a shredder, but... uh, yeah, there's no well, there's no easy draw in those contests anymore yeah. now. There's no slouches, and, uh,
2: Tom. There's no slouches. Great experience, yeah, <laughs>
1: great experience. There's, so. there's 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 no slouches. So that that brings me. Oh, we'll have to take a picture as well. I can see you now because Rhino's got his Raglan gear on, and Rob's got your, you. You've got your cricket stuff on.
0: Yeah, just been. Yeah.
1: Did the AGM go okay? Is it all
0: set? It did. I've. Uh, is I've is
1: been, someone going to roll the wicket again next year?
0: Yeah, it's all sorted. It's all in hand. I unfortunately kept my job as fixture secretary against my will. Oh dear! There we are.
1: Uh, big question then, Rhines. Yeah. Um. Well, I don't know. You might not know the answer. Like, are you are you staying?
2: Oh, so well. Uh, that's the thing. Like, we didn't want to. Like, I, I think a lot of people asked me that question when I was in the UK, and probably we put unnecessary pressure on ourselves when we were back in the UK by saying, "Yes, yes, that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. We're going to stay." but we kept our house at home just so that was a little bit of a security blanket, sort of just to, you know, just if things didn't go as they should have. Um, but now we're over a year here, houses on the market. So yeah, I don't think, we, and we're residents. We're res, I've actually got residents here now. So um, it happened really oh, quickly wow. for us. Yeah. Um, so we'll probably stay at least for five years. Um, there's no real, I mean, the thing is, I think, if I was to come home now, I'd be yearning to come back here. To be quite honest, I'd miss this. <laughs> I, I'd, I'd miss this. Uh, I I had a funny thing the other day. So here's a, here's the, what the, I had a dream that I was back home, and I suddenly woke up, and I was like oh my god like, oh, no. it's, it's all okay i'm back in raglan it's okay <laughs> <laughs> so so i think that sort of says like what i might feel if i came home um don't get me wrong i the, the one thing i do miss is the boys and i miss the banter with the boys and everything i miss being in the point with the boys um but like it's certainly more than made up for it that the fact that I, i'm able to surf pretty much every day here um and yeah. not to say I've, I've met loads of really good people here, like Fergus, uh, who literally lives opposite me here. Fergus is from Newquay in Cornwall. Uh, I I couldn't right, have believed yeah. my luck. So Ferg is like.
1: So you know about eighty people together between, <laughs> between each
0: other, probably. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, listen the thing: so eighty
0: percent of the New Zealand population. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: No, like Fergus, is like is keener than me to go. Like soup. So, so we we both every morning it's like. He throws stones at my window and I throw stones at his window. And they uh, are like, come on. So between us both, we're like, we're surfing a lot. I think I this morning was surf number 24 of this month. Um, and I think I've got, I'm close to 150 surfs this year so far. So it's not too bad. It could be more.
1: Oh, that's good. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it could be more. I think I was, you know, like uh, we had a, like, there was a couple of days where at the beginning of the year, I was still trying to figure it all out really. So next year, I'm definitely yeah. going to go for. what Was it Tom? What did you go? For, what did you say was your target back in the day? 180 or something? Was it?
1: So yeah, I used to do. Uh, I used to target 183 surfs a year. Yeah. Before I had kids, right? Because that is that is the equivalent yeah. of surfing every other day. Because mm. because 183 times two is 366, and the year is 365 days long.
2: Right. Okay. So I'd
1: always aim. And, and I would get there, you know, that would, that would include like summers in Indo and things like that. And I would probably get there around about like, yeah, it would, it would be usually in Crimbo Limbo that I'd land there, you know, Mm. it would always come in pretty close. Yeah. And then I've, uh, I've cut it, cut it by a third. So I tried to get like, was it 122? Um, And then actually in the end I had to come to the, the, I had to face reality Mm. when it gets dark and, you know, you're you're doing the family thing or you've, you've been there and, so now I aim for 122 sessions of exercise a year.
2: Right. Okay. And so
1: some of them so some of them replace surfing, you know. I don't and and that's hard to get to.
2: Oh, in, the, in so, that case Sam, d- I, I, I hate to admit it, but I've actually been supping. <laughs> oh,
1: no. Yeah, so you you're well you're well over. You're doing so you're you're putting in pretty much double and, yeah. and you're you're doing the school run, yeah, and doing a yeah. job and everything. So yeah. that just is, you know. There, there's your advert for the New Zealand tourist board if ever you <laughs> need one. Yeah,
2: yeah. It's an interesting.
1: You ever kept a surf diary, Rob, or anything like that?
0: No, I've never even thought to. To be honest, mm. I I can't write. So
2: it was Logan. you <laughs> <It laughs> <was, laughs> Lo- know? It was Logan who sort of. Yeah, Logan. Spot- Logan yeah. started
0: it. Well, it didn't well, start. But you know what I mean? I- he advertised I know it in that, our community, didn't he? Yeah, I know that myself,
1: Colin Bright and Jamie Bateman have kept them for decades because we donated our surf diaries to um, one of those like power companies for them to use for data for research in um, coastal processes when they were thinking of building those wind farms.
2: Hmm. oh wow
1: so they actually took they took our surf diaries and they took the data they held and they like matched it up because they were trying to work out like what made good waves and things yeah. like that so they could try and work out whether it was going to affect the waves really interesting. we yeah. were all invited to like a meeting with them um but uh we were debating like whether two surfs as well i say you've got it logan thinks you've got to just come in and out and it's two surfs mm. so if he does a contest and he's coming in and out and changing his vest and going back in and and my rule was always that you've got, to, you've got to take on sustenance between surfs for it to count as two. So if you get out and you drive to the ESP and you go in there instead, it's one. But if you get out and you have a drink of water and you drive around... Right? I guess <laughs> any,
0: any substantial event in between surfs warrants as uh, counting as a second one so driving somewhere would be a second surf i think and that's
2: yeah or a different spot has surely got a yeah, yeah. food
0: or water certainly change of wetsuit what, definitely what
1: about what about if you're surfing in boardies and and you've got stage fright and you have to actually run to the toilet to go and then you go back in the water
2: yeah i think because maybe I, the conditions what? have changed and that that could have been a yeah it could have been classed
0: uh, as no, um, that's a good one <laughs> yeah. I, I can't imagine having to get out of the water to go to, well stage fright in the water <laughs>
2: yeah
1: it's just like you know you need you need to go and it's like not it's just not coming you know
0: i don't know about that no i'm not you're sure you need to the doctors mate
1: that's <laughs> no, a well-known thing
0: charlie brooker made a program on it oh, oh I, I remember oh. actually oh uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah you in the toilets at the um in anglet at the qs you couldn't go <laughs> that was it yeah in front of those it, people yeah. oh yeah <laughs> so uh, the, the other question there
1: right? yeah um top is uh, do, do you have any plans to make a visit to Wales or is the plan now like if someone from Wales wants to have a surf with you they got to get themselves out to New Zealand for the for the foreseeable yeah I know I, I saw your brother the other morning and he said that he's you know planning to get out there again and he's hoping to take your dad out so yeah, uh, yeah what's, what's yeah, the plan no, there? I think
2: right um to be honest right now we've got um uh, we probably if we can if I do come home it probably won't be for at least another year um Uh, like we probably will want to do a holiday before we even come back to the UK first, you know, like
1: new Caledonia or Tahiti or Fiji or somewhere,
2: Samoa, um, any of those, even like the East coast of Australia is like three hours from here. Um, so that's a possibility. I mean, I'm not going to go on it, but the boys are like Gary and Kristen and Paul and all the boys are talking about this boat trip to Indo in next, uh, Five, I think it is, but yeah. um, realistically, I'm will
1: oh, there'll be someone selling their ticket the week before,
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. You'll be able to pick it up if you need yeah. to go,
2: yeah, a little cheaper, yeah. So, but uh, yeah. right, yeah, so no, but to answer your question, like at the moment, there's no real um plans to come back, um, yeah. I don't, um, if we do go anywhere, it'll be somewhere other than Wales first, which you know. It's what it is, isn't it? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's oh. just like, it, it is that, it, like, like, you know, Raglan and New Zealand, we've got a lot to see in New Zealand before we even look anywhere else, to be honest. Mm. I haven't been to the South Island yet. South Island, it, for surf, just visually is stunning, like absolutely stunning. The other thing is we, um, actually, the snow, like I surfed.
1: Snowboarding, yeah.
2: Yeah, so in August, uh, like in the winter time, so I surfed here on the Thursday and then on the Friday we were up on Mount Ruapeo and we were snowboarding and skiing and stuff in like minus Mm -hmm. 10 degrees and like snow and everything. It was beautiful. So that's, that's one of the other things living here. in So so
1: you have now snowboarded.
2: Yeah, I I had snowboarded a little bit. If I'm honest, I did actually ski at Ruapeo, but, (laughs) um, um, but yeah, it's, 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 it's just incredible just to be able to do that. You know, it's just, like one day you're on yeah. in the beach surf on the beach surf. But it's quite a funny thing. Like like you hear people talking about it here. It's just run-of-the-mill stuff, you know? Like, yeah, that's what you do. You go to the snow because then you were surfing yesterday and tomorrow will go to the snow.
1: Yeah. Just they they can do it in a day down in New Plymouth because the Mount Taranaki's got a slope on the side of it, hasn't it? Yeah. So they uh, they can surf.
2: We were lucky actually then, they'd yeah. had the best snow here that they'd had for like over ten years or something on Ruapeo when we were there. They'd had like a metre and a half of snow. So it was really cool. It was really good for oh, the kids and stuff. The kids had never snowboarded, skied before. They loved it. And then um, my brother was there too, and he'd never skied either. So it was pretty cool for him to be able to say that he'd skied on a live volcano, you know?
1: Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so, there is plenty of volcanic activity, isn't there? Yeah, there's certainly is. and stuff like that.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, wow. Oh, if, it's
1: all ahead of you, Rhines.
2: Yeah, it's all. I hope so. I mean, it's... Um, you know it look, to be honest, like, yeah, it's the last year has been it's gone past so quickly. Um, you know, and we've had it was so much fun. Uh, it just feels like although I've been working the same for so, same for Ferg, actually, we were talking about it last night. Ferg's got a really uh responsible job, way more responsible than mine. He's um an environmental consultant for air quality, and um, you know, so he's you know, he's he's quite high up, but he still says. I feel like I'm on holiday, you know? It's it that's the yeah. vibe that it is here, you know. So it's the it sun always shines and you know the surf always pumps, the weather is good. We've got spate. We, you know, you've got all the amazing craft beer here. Um so yeah, and snow and everything. So it's it's pretty fabulous, that's for sure.
1: Uh oh, well I'm gonna have to start trying to think about a way to an excuse to get out there at some point then. You'll you'll see us at some point.
2: Yeah I mean that's the thing. It's uh like People have, whenever they're coming through, if people want to um, come and stay for a couple of days, more than welcome, you know, it's, uh, it's pretty cool to have people come and see like people from home. It's really cool. We had Ollie Wongo actually come and stay with us for a couple of days as well. As soon as we came here at the beginning, which was good. Um, That was nice. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, Amazing.
1: And, uh, well, we'll have to bid you a Merry Christmas and we'll, uh, we'll say, give our love to to Soph and the girls as well.
2: Thank you. Yes, Nadolik um, Llauen. Happy Christmas, everybody. Nadolik
1: Llauen, yeah. yeah. Has, has Soph learned any Maori?
2: She does. Speak, the kids are speaking Maori every single day in school. Um, and they... Amazing. It's amazing to see how quick... Yeah, they speak a lot of Maori, which is pretty cool because obviously they do the haka and they do the... Um, I went to the the welcome, The they call it the... Um, what was it? Something fakatao. So it's like the welcome meeting yeah. and, and you come in and it's, um yeah, it's... Yeah, there's a lot of Maori influence, especially here in Raglan. There's a lot of Maori influence.
1: I, I got that place name, by the way. Oh, yeah. So so the village was called Fakarewa Rewa.
2: Fakarewa Rewa.
1: Um, but, it, but the full version is Te Fakarewa Wera Watanga O Te Ope Atawa A Wahayo. Right. right. It means the gathering place for the war parties of Wahayo, often abbreviated to Cool. No, oh no, it's not mm. wacker though, is it? Ah, oh, I just said it wrong because I just said every W after the first one as a as a W, didn't I? <clears> Tifaka <throat> Rewa. Oh, I can't do it with the changing the Ws to Fs. I'm not clever enough. Oh, I tried. <laughs> yeah. Good yeah.
2: Effort. Good try. Anyway, good try. yeah.
1: Nadali Clouen.
2: Nadali all you guys, enjoy Christmas. Have a wonderful time. I hope you get. Cheers, Ryan. Yeah, good to see you both. Um, good to see you, so mate. thanks for joining. Thanks for joining us from the cricket, on the cricket post- Robbo podcast with you guys. Last time I did, wow, I well, with Johnny P.
1: We got, yeah. I was going to say you were talking about you when you went out there. You hadn't been surfing for like six months. I was going to say it took me about six months to get over that curry we had at Johnny P's <laughs> just before just before filming.
2: Oh, don't I miss a curry like that? I really do. <laughs> oh, it's uh, the good thing about oh. Raglan. There's no McDonald's. There's no curry. <laughs> So I have like just, yeah. That's just-
1: why you've got that chiseled jawline down the camera, then, Ryan. <laughs> yeah,
2: oh, thanks. Tom. Amazing.
1: Cool. Hey, so, yeah, Nadolik, now,